0: Is almost as silly-looking Escalador himself. Ladies and gentlemen, always a girl. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God!
1: Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We
0: came, we saw, we kicked it out. 35! 30 Rock!
2: This is good stuff. I want to share something with
1: you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMR-DB Rockford. What's up, everyone? It's Thursday, and that means rocking with Hollywood is home, baby. How you guys doing all over the world? I'm doing all right, I guess. I guess I'm doing all right. Talking about getting the shaft, talking about getting your pants pulled down to your ankles, and just... Fucked, baby. Boy, did I get fucked hardcore. A mm. couple months ago, well, it has to be in February or March of this year. Or last year, actually, because of the pandemic. I was contacted by National Geographic. They wanted help getting involved with a club. They wanted to do an interview, tell the club side of the story. I hooked them up. Then to come find out that they turned it totally on its head. Now I'm waiting for some of the cuts from the show. But hearing what I heard so far, Hollywood's not happy. Not happy one bit whatsoever about this coming up on National Geographic. They had an opportunity to get their asses inside of a club and tell a story which would have led to more stories for them. Instead, they took the normal media route which is to lie, misrepresent what they were doing, and screwed it all up. This is one of the reasons why clubs do not talk to the media. Whatever's said, it's turned around on them. And from what I heard, there was talks of drugs being sold, and this broad, this journalist... I guess, won some awards on this one. Now, it hasn't been released to the public yet. It's probably going to be soon, because the final cuts are coming in. So disappointed, though. A chance for real journalists to be able to see what it's like inside the club. One of the first questions I was asked or they were asked, was why ain't women allowed in the club? This is a one-percenter club, a major one. Well, we all know why. And I guess the reporter took offense to that. Then the next question right out of her mouth, why ain't there any blacks in your club? Well, we all know there's different sets within the club scene, but I guess... Her liberal ass couldn't tell the difference. And I guess it got bad from there. It's pretty bad when you give a national organization, a worldwide organization, the opportunity to get inside something that they'd never been in. It's so hard to crack. And when they have the chance, they screw the pooch. And I've been complaining about some other stuff, like Discovery Plus using all my material without me even knowing about it. I don't even know if they got my good side. I'm not paying $5 a month to see the bullshit. I'm guessing National Geographic did the same thing. I don't know what they used. I don't know what they said. As far as I'm concerned. There's no more honor. There's no more honesty. In the world. It's no wonder. People. Won't trust the media. And it's for this very reason. They're more interested in telling a narrative. That's going to get them attention for their ads. They're not interested. In telling a story. That is factually true about a way of life. They don't get. There's only a very few. Within clubs. That get involved in the dirty shit. And we hear it all the time. We see it all the time through the biker news. And we always say, hey, it's not the entire club doing it. People have nine to five or 12, 14 hour jobs just to put food on the table. People have a hard time paying a $100 a month in dues. But here you are saying they're nothing but criminals and gangsters. Now, I do confess that a lot of the gang element has creeped its way into the club scene. I get it. It's not the whole club, though. It's not everybody within that club does that stuff. And hey, I've argued in the past well maybe it's time for leadership to say hey enough's enough if you go out and do this crap you're on your own which hey it should be that way especially if they ain't getting the cut of the deal it's those type of people that are making clubs look bad those kind of people Given national geographic an inside look into this club was the best thing that could have happened to them they could have had a whole series going instead they chose to do it in one episode one documentary about how bad mcs are i guess and it's a sad state of affairs it really is Because there's a lot of talk. I'm talking hours upon hours of talk and agreements before any of this even happened. And they go right against their word. It shouldn't surprise me whatsoever that they did this. It didn't surprise the club. We're going back and forth talking like, what the hell happened here? They got to go to Sturges. They got inside the club's camp. They got to talk to everybody, eat. So what you do is you come and break uh, bread at somebody's table, them thinking one thing, and you doing another. You were a guest. You were treated like a guest. Instead, you decided to fuck them. What kind of person does that? What kind of person can't honor the simplest thing, that being their word? There's going to be a video coming out. Hopefully sometime next week. Because I'm still waiting for a lot of the clips to come in. And I'm going to start destroying your asses on National Geographic. I've been wondering for the past couple months I've been uh, calling at least once a week to this uh, director and executive hey what's going on you said we'd get the final cuts before you put this on air no call back then to find out from the club that hey they sent it here oh okay I get it now I get it. You're going to get hit hard. See, one thing the media does understand, and you see it played out over the last couple years, anything to do with clubs, anything to do with them, they're going to make their money. They know people are going to watch, or they're going to listen, or they're going to read, if it has to do with the club, there you got an audience. They've been leveraging this since two thousand and eight, when the first series we all know came out, and they seen the numbers that it popped. It's a numbers game, everybody. It's nothing but numbers to them. It's not that you're affecting people's lives. Because if that was the case, you had the judge in the Rittenhouse trial have to ban a worldwide network from the court because one of the reporters were tracing down the jurors bus to try to dox them. To actually try to get them to vote their way. And that's evident of all news organizations now. They don't want to put out both sides of the story. They only want to put a side out that agrees with the way they're thinking. They don't understand pure journalism is taking yourself out of the story, not making yourself the story. You're only supposed to give facts. And then it's the people that are supposed to decide the outcome of a story. There used to be ethics, meaning if there was something agreed upon, you kept your word. If there was something agreed upon, that's what you stuck with during the interview. Whenever I get information, it's always off the record. I always, and that's why the clubs talk with me, they, uh, and Black Dragon, they know that we're not going to go and try to fuck them after they just told us something. We're not going to do that. If we did something like that, we'd have no contacts whatsoever. So I'm really baffled right now why National Geographic would do something like this. You burnt a bridge for an hour and a half documentary when you could have had those coming in like water? You could have made more money, you idiots. But no, you go with a 45-year-old reporter who doesn't know shit about the scene you let them bastardize the clubs and you're going to be going what the hell's going on i know i'll be working with other creators to put out just what kind of people they are how low they really can go I believe in the First Amendment 120% really do it's something that our veterans died for fought for ever since the beginning of the founding of this country you would think people would have respect for those sacrifices you would think they wouldn't use the power of the press which we're one of the only countries in the world that has this they wouldn't abuse that power and they would put out the truth to the people because it meant something to them who am i kidding right that's not how it works anymore it's all about the individual it's all about them Advancing their careers. Or making a name for themselves. Tomorrow. During the, fir- uh, the first part of the show. I'm covering 37. Hells Angels that were freed. From house arrest. The second part of the show over on the podcast. Motorcycle Madhouse. Uh, radio Podcast. I'll be talking about validation, name dropping. It's a preamble to what myself and Black Dragon's gonna be talking about with the roundtable. It could that discussion couldn't come at a better time. Couldn't come at a better time. It comes down to that's what people look for all the time is validation from others instead of doing the right thing it's about using people to advance their agenda this in this case it was that reporter I guess she has all kinds of Peabody Awards for other specials she did I think our first flag should have been... Hey, wait a second. All you're doing is covering drug cartels... And all other kind of shit. I think that should have been our first... Uh, red flag and not to believe her. Or the producers or the executives in this you know, deal. Should have been our red flag. That is our oops. Never going to happen again on that one. You have... Creators. Maybe it's because I come from a different air. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we used to believe and there's some stuff that you just keep private. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, the news is the news. You have to do the news the way it is. Off the air, though, you never let nobody know what was going on. It ain't like that no more. I guess the video age is a whole lot different. You have to show people what's going on in your personal life. Or you have to use others to advance your purpose. Sad state of affairs. When I first started out this stuff, it was only a couple of us. Now everybody knows, hey, wait a second. I might be able to make money at this. Plus, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, that's what it's come down to. (laughs) You got new jacks that haven't even been around a couple years trying to give advice. And then we wonder why. We don't have high standards for media anymore. You got that right, Black Dragon. It's the me, not the we. But the problem is, the me don't care about the we. It's human nature, I guess. They really don't care. And boy, has that been shown. (laughs) Let me tell you. It has been shown. Straight up no bs because i do kind of look at these other platforms and i look at some of these people it's like dude one's copying from one the other's copying from the other all just trying to be able to put their voice out there to be heard in the meantime They're not being truthful with their audience. One thing I can never... I hated. No disclaimers. None of that shit. About how this could affect you. And in an episode... I was talking about that. How we got a call from a wife... Down in Florida... This happened over the summer where the husband went out to talk to some club guys now, I'm not gonna tell you to club well something must have went wrong and he got rat-packed got beat up wolf pack whatever you want to call it so the wife emails me screaming and yelling He did everything you guys said he should do. And he still got beat up. Well, I I think I tell everybody all the time. Don't listen to anybody on the internet. You got to be a man and do your own deal. I think I'm like a broken record on that one. It wasn't me that they were listening to. It was somebody else i guess this guy went to the hospital he had a couple busted bones his face bones cheekbones whatever were busted up and it's probably because i got the easier way to get reached because i got the emails phone numbers and stuff so i kind of felt bad for him but i didn't because i'm like you shouldn't have fucking learned you shouldn't have went over the internet anyway to try to figure this kind of shit out you're in florida there's a lot different rules down there in Florida than there is anywhere else just saying when we come back I'm gonna go further into this media stuff there was something put out that was called the benefits of being a member of a dedicated club and wait till you hear this my goodness gracious my goodness gracious sometimes with these people here we go
2: Tombstone when I go, i just put death by rock and roll oh, oh, oh. John forgot what he was on, but he broke the needle dead and gone. But on my tombstone when I go, i just put death by rock and roll oh, oh, oh. Go! No. By rock and roll. Janie had steel in her bones, but she burned away wood into stone. But all my tombstone, when I go, just put up by rock and roll.
1: The insane throttle tv app on Roku now get content not seen on our other platforms no censorship no pc only biker fun and entertainment it's hardcore Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. That was Candle Box, man, and also Pretty Reckless Death by Rock and Roll. Coming up, we got some Kid Rock and Ben Sevenfold. Yes, it's going to be an awesome rocking night tonight at Hollywood's house. Anyway, anyway, don't forget I got a second episode of Real Talk uh, over on the Roku channel just came out. Continuing our conversation about media and bikers, there is an article out from Travel Daily News. The benefits of being a member of a dedicated biker club I always find it funny how these people can write these articles and not once not once were they ever in a club most of the time they are ridden by turtleneck tree-hugging tinkerbells let's just be honest I like being honest, unlike National Geographic. How can they say what it's like to be in a club if they were never in a club? It's ridiculous, as Sylvester would say. You can't write about something if you were never there. I don't even care if you were... In a 99 or an association. How are you going to write about club life. If you weren't there. Article says. People from all walks of life. Enjoy the thrill. Adventure. And sense of freedom. That comes with riding a motorbike. While this has to be out of Europe. Or Australia. Because they use motorbike. We don't. For some, a riding becomes a significant enough passion and pastime to consider joining a motorcycle club. Here we go, though. Here's the kicker. Thanks to criminal groups, just like the Banditos and Hells Angels, there is some stigma attached to joining a biker club. People tend to jump to conclusions when they see a group of leather-clad riders noisily cruising the streets or highways. It's important, therefore, to do your research before consider joining a biker club. Oh my God, the hypocrisy in that statement. It's important to do your research before joining a biker club. Maybe they should have done the research. Before doing this article. They go on to say. Many are comprised of respectful. Law abiding citizens. Who simply want to join a community. And share in the passion for writing. It's just a matter of finding the right one for you. After they just bashed the banditos. And the hell's angels. And then saying. Don't jump the conclusions I can tell you the media is never going to get an inside scoop anymore after what the hell this assholes over at National Geographic did and that's the thing about the whole deal they could have had an inside look and seen or saw what they were writing or portraying to the general public was wrong instead They wanted to follow in the footsteps of Ganglin from uh, History Channel. Get a a bunch of guys that are out bad, talk bad about the club, prove your point, get your ratings. That's what they do. So they put some key benefits of joining a dedicated biker club. And one of them is the social scene. Becoming a member of a dedicated biker club often provides you with a whole new world when it comes to social events and community. I hate to tell the author this. Riding a motorcycle, you're a part of a big community. You don't have to be a part of a club to enjoy it. It is one of the benefits though. Especially if you're in... A club that's recognized because you can go to all the party events. One thing I never understood about clubs that didn't want to go the protocol, whatever route that you want to say, you don't get the parties, you don't get to do anything. All you're doing is riding by yourself or jumping to a bar. Where there is, and I have to agree, that is one of the benefits, is the social scene. Where you come together and ride together, party together. You're meeting people that you would have never met otherwise. Hopefully, building lifelong friendships in the process. Unfortunately, nowadays, most people don't stay around that long. For the ones that do, though, that social scene's always there. It goes on to say, and this is what's funny. While the following may be the most well-known biker clubs, yeah, the ones you bashed, there are plenty of local U.S. clubs looking for a few new members. Okay, so you said motorbike who are you either where are you from now? You're talking about the US clubs and They suggest this this is how bad it's become and you really can't blame them Do a Google search That's pretty unreal do a Google search But you know what the clubs they got down here? After they done bashed them, they tell you to Google the Outlaws, the Pagans, Bikers Against Child Abuse, the Iron Order, Mongols, Vagos, Ditos, Angels, Women in the Wild, American Motorcycle Association. Well, for one, AMA isn't a club. They got charter clubs of the AMA but they're not a club. If you think the Angels and Ditos were criminals why would you tell your readers to Google them to join a local biker club? They never can keep their stories straight in the media. They really can't. Safety in numbers. (laughs) Safety in numbers they want to use. Now to give their side, whether you're a long ride or quick detour through the country lanes, it's always better to be with the others while biking. And there is safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. Now this is true. If your bike was to break down in the middle of nowhere, you were you have somebody there being a bike part of the biker club and have other members with you can give you a great deal of security and safety especially in a sticky situation what's that sticky situation what are you implying then they go on to say assistance and discount perks (laughs) well i don't know any mainstream clubs that's gonna you know say hey we're gonna give you a discount on your local super eight that's more like ama but hey it's your story we have to go with it many specialized motorcycle clubs offer their members a variety of discounts and perks As well as assistance with a number of bike related things. What things? It's kind of like what you're doing in this article is pulling shit from your ass. It's like you're going to a bunch of different sources and putting them all together in a melting pot and hoping it sounds good. There's no structure. First, you bash on the Angels and Banditos, then you don't. Then you say, hey, go Google these clubs. Because they're looking for members. We'll be right back. We're going to listen to some Kid Rocket Avenge sevenfold. Of biker news has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Call right security! This is one DJ you don't want to fuck with.
0: You got knocked the fuck out, man!
1: Listen to James Hollywood Machikari Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for rocking with Hollywood. And listen to the best 80's heavy metal to today. Rock on! Oh yeah! Rock on baby! Don't forget to go over to HarleyLiberty.com get your bike news, baby! Get what's going on In the scene right away. Anyway, we were talking about this schluck that uh, was writing this one article about the benefits of being a member of a dedicated biker club. Now, I pounced on him a little bit, but he does have two uh, reasons why uh, joining a club would be good. And I actually agree. Improving your riding skills. That's a huge one. Especially if you're riding in a club that rides deuce Now People probably don't understand deuce. That's a 90s term. I was told I have to come to modern times Side by side. Okay, it is side-by-side Is a style of riding That takes concentration and at any time You could go down. So, yeah, improving your riding skills does work when you're in a club because most of the time you're riding in the back of the pack when you're a prospect. And it teaches you a lot watching forward to how everybody is doing. One thing I always, I never liked was being in the middle of a pack. I hate being in the middle of the pack for some reason. It's either okay in the front or in the back. Usually I like being in the back. In the middle of the pack? No, not so much. Not so much. And then finally, a sense of belonging. Yeah, there's a sense of belonging to, some, to something. The problem with a lot of people is they let it get to their head. They start acting a fool. Next thing you know, you're getting the, tr- uh, the club and all kinds of shit. It's great to have that sense of belonging. Just don't abuse it the article will be in the show notes of the show again replays of this go right over to spotify right over to itunes whatever you're on i don't know man i got a bone to pick with apple right now your code to learn your code to put a simple radio app in your app store sucks why you got to be so damn difficult man Maybe it's because they know most people have iPhones instead of Androids. So they make it a lot more difficult for you to walk through hoops and stuff. But come on. Really, man. Enough with all the... You gotta freaking, like, speak seven different freaking code languages just to get your stuff on Apple iTunes. It's craziness, man. I am glad that we got... Our podcast is everywhere, man. It's worldwide. Worldwide. And on every one you to think of. So that's good. That's a good thing. I still would like to get my radio station app, though. It would be a great thing for all my listeners that don't have uh, androids. And what's funny is I actually hired somebody, too, to help me with this and they're having a hard time. When you get an app, it looks simple. When you're just pushing the buttons and stuff. And I just went in the Discord. I guess uh, J Man's having a hard time with setting up his channel, his new computer. Us old guys, us graybeards, you know, we're worth a shit when it comes to technology. But damn, man, make it easy to do some apps, man. People want to listen to the radio. They don't want to listen to legacy radio where you have to hear all the damn commercials. Def Leppard! Here's one for China Dow. Yeah, that was Def Leppard pour some sugar on me. Every time I hear that song, now I see uh, China down that chair uh, trying to recreate Flash Dance. <laughs> anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys hanging out with uh, old Hollywood uh, tonight for Rocking with Hollywood. Don't forget tomorrow morning and YouTube, 8 o'clock Central uh, Standard Time in the AM. And then the morning hoot, baby and we're out of here.